coming up a record-breaking day for Framber Valdez, and the AL Central race continues to heat up. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories around Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens, and thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. After the Guardians fell to the Twins at home, the Chicago White Sox picked up a game as they try to survive in the race for the AL Central. Chicago scored a bunch of runs to beat the Tigers, and Locked On White Sox highlights the biggest blows. After a power outage the first two games of the series, the Sox exploded for 11 runs, hit three home runs in the game, and beat the Detroit Tigers 11-5, also won the series. Hey, I'm Nick Murawski for Locked on White Sox. Uh, Johnny Cueto couldn't throw for the Sox, so uh, Vince Velasquez stepped up. Sox used three other arms in the game, but it was really a story of the Sox offense uh, Andrew Vaughn powering things uh, with his first career grand slam. Uh, he also leads the Sox with 17 home runs. Uh, Sox beat the Tigers 11 to 5. They've got an off day on Monday. They sit just three and a half games back from the Cleveland Guardians in the AL Central. And that just happens to be their opponent on the South Side starting on Tuesday, a huge three game series. For more, tune into Locked on White Sox. The Texas Rangers went up against a familiar face on the mound on Sunday, but familiar does not mean friendly, as Texas soon found out. Locked on Rangers reviews the defeat. Rangers lose to a pitcher they drafted in the 30th round and gave up on just a bit too early. Texas drops the series finale 5-3 in Tampa Bay and loses two out of three games against the Rays. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked on Rangers podcast. There's not a whole lot going offensively or pitching-wise for this Rangers team in this one. Just a couple of, of nice little milestone moments. A third home run for Josh Young in his young Major League career. And Corey Seager hit his 31st home run of the season. He now holds the record for the most home runs by a primary shortstop who is left-handed. Only left-handed, not switch hitting, but a nice little thing that he did. Took that from his teammate, Brad Miller, who did that with this Rays team back in 2016. Not a great day for Glenn Otto. Went three and a third innings, allowed four runs, all of which were earned. He, he didn't walk anybody, so that was nice. But other than that, not a whole lot of things to point to of things that he did well. Not a great outing for Brock Burke. Allowed one run, which was earned, and a pair of walks. He walked in a run. Just not a great day for the Rangers overall. Weren't quite able to do enough. And Jeffrey Springs, the former 30th round pick of the Texas Rangers, dominated, did really well in this one. Has transitioned to a starter and done really nicely in Tampa Bay. And it was finished off by a guy who the Rangers traded and gave up too early on as well in Pete Fairbanks. For more, check out the Locked on Rangers podcast. In the NL East, the Atlanta Braves are battling for the division while the Phillies fight for a wild card spot with both races close as can be. Locked on Phillies recaps the matchup between the two teams on Sunday. And that's a final from Atlanta. The Philadelphia Phillies lose 5-2 and get swept by the Atlanta Braves. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked on Phillies. Uh, I mean, I said going into this series that I wanted to see the Phillies be competitive and steal one game down there in Atlanta. They didn't steal the game. And... They weren't as competitive as I would want them to be. For this being the uh, matchup right now in the uh, wild card uh, matchup 
for the playoffs, meaning that the Phillies would have to go to Atlanta for three games all on the road if the playoffs started today. Yeah, it's not very uh, confidence-inducing for Philadelphia Phillies fans. Here's what I'll tell you. Relax. The Phillies are still fine. They're still going to make it in. They're still a playoff team. And Atlanta has to come to Philadelphia for four games this coming week. We'll see what they look like on the road, see how much it compares to what they just looked like at home because they look really darn tough at home. And the Phillies are going to have to go there in the playoffs if it ends like it ends right now in the standings. Still, though, uh, this is a bump in the road, but not a panic button issue. We'll talk more about it on the next episode of Locked On Phillies. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. The Baltimore Orioles really going to need some help in the last couple of weeks if they want to snag a wild card spot in the American League. But they got a useful win against another team hoping for the same thing in the Blue Jays. Locked On Orioles goes over Baltimore's late comeback. Well, it was certainly looking like it was going to be an absolutely horrendous weekend for the Orioles. They were three outs away from being swept in the Sunday game by the Blue Jays, having their playoff hopes pretty much completely dashed. And then a little Oriole magic came back on Sunday. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles. As the O's win the finale 5-4 to four in Toronto on Sunday to salvage Game 3, and avoid the sweep. And obviously the big thing is they come into the ninth trailing three to two and the Orioles put up a three run ninth off one of the best closers in baseball, Toronto's Jordan Romano. They scored two runs before there was even an out on the board in the ninth. Felix Bautista closes it down. And just when we thought this Orioles offense had basically rolled over and it was just done, completely done for the year. It puts in one more little ninth inning rally showing some life and showing that they still have some fight left in them with 17 games remaining and still just four games out of a playoff spot. But I'll recap all the weekend action from Toronto on Monday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Guardians lead the AL Central, but two teams sit right behind them in the standings, and there aren't good hopes for a wild card if Cleveland doesn't win the division. After losing ground on Sunday, Locked On Guardians recaps the matchup with the Chasing Twins. Am I supposed to get upset that the Guardians offense laid a big egg on Sunday? Big picture. They took three out of four from the Twins. Uh, The magic number is just 15 games. Three out of four is the best outcome. Yes, I know they have done very well against the Twins of late, but I'm going to take three out of four wins. Even if they lose on Monday, this is a fantastic series. If you're winning 60% of your games, you're making the playoffs, and this team is primed to make the playoffs. The White Sox series is important. They need to win at least one of those games to guarantee that they have the tiebreaker won against both the Twins and the White Sox. But what's sitting there in the background? Remember, they end with six games against the Kansas City Royals. Make sure to check out Lockdown Guardians for a more in-depth take on a weekend full of games where your Cleveland Guardians inch closer to clinching the postseason. Coming up, we'll have more action from around the league. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs. Football is underway, college and professional. Major League Baseball is approaching the playoffs just a days away at this point. So, whatever action you want to get in on, just head over to betonline.net. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Yankees avoided a sweep on Sunday in Milwaukee, but our Locked On Yankees host is not happy with losing a series as New York's hopes to get into the playoff form before things start. This is Stacey Gatsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Brewers 12-8 to avoid a three-game sweep in Milwaukee. 
Nice job, guys. Aaron Judge, four for five with two home runs. He's now up to 59. And not only that, since September 3rd, his average has gone up from 294 to 316. So it's not just home runs. He's doing it all, everyone. And he's close to overtaking the lead in the batting title, which would give him the Triple Crown. Now, there are a bunch of games left. Anything can happen. But what we're watching from Aaron Judge is amazing. So if you live in the New York area and you have the means to do so, get your bums to Yankee Stadium this next week. It's a long homestand. You might witness history. I'll have a full recap of this game on the next Locked on Yankees. And... I have some thoughts about the MVP debate, because there are lots of thoughts from lots of people, and I have thoughts too, so tune in. We've been telling you about Framber Valdez's streak of quality starts pretty much all season long, because that's how long it's been, since April, and an unprecedented 25 games in a row. Locked on Astros has the details on this record-setting performance. Hey, boys and girls, H-Town Wheelhouse here with Locked on Astros. And the Astros with a drumming of the Oakland Athletics. No, not the drums from Oakland Almeda County Stadium or Ricky Henderson Field, whatever they call it. But in Minute Maid Park, it was absolutely beautiful. And Framer Valdez had a no-hitter going through four innings. He would last six innings, would have seven strikeouts, and qualify for another quality start, beating Jacob DeGrom's Major League all-time record of 25 consecutive quality starts. That makes 26 total on the year, 25 in a row. Jordan Alvarez hit two doubles, missed two home runs by four feet, maybe maybe less. Martin Maldonado was four for four today, had a home run, just looked like fire at the plate, and this team looked like the league-leading Houston Astros. They go into Tampa. They're going to be doing some piggyback starting. We're going to talk about that on the latest Locked on Astros. Make sure you check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Odyssey. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Remember, we're your team every day. Go Strokes. The Reds have been out of it for a while, and the Cardinals have held a firm grip on the NL Central for a bit as well. But Cincinnati managed to upset the soon-to-be division winners on Sunday. Locked on Reds has the story from St. Louis. The Cincinnati Reds finish up a long series in St. Louis with a win. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast. And a very even performance all the way around for the Reds in St. Louis as they were able to out-hit the Cardinals and out-pitch the Cardinals and play some pretty good defense as well. That's the kind of competitive game we love to see as they didn't roll over. We were a little bit worried after that Pirates series, but the Reds were able to hit well. Multi-hit game for a couple of guys, including Jose Barrero. That was great to see. Marking that day down because reportedly he talked with Albert Pujols before the game about hitting. We'll see if that helps. Luis Sessa, another great performance as well. He had a five-inning start. Plus, the bullpen did well. No Alexis Diaz to get the save. Buck Farmer and his amazing breaking ball. Pretty sure it's a slider. It's it's amazing. Whatever it is, is it just absolutely works. And the Reds are done in St. Louis. Now they head back home to face the Red Sox on Tuesday. I'm going to recap this series and dive into some of the performances on the next Locked On Reds podcast. Somehow the Angels had the Mariners number all weekend long and LA isn't done with Seattle yet. Locked On Angels tells us how LA kept the Mariners from keeping pace in the wildcard race. 
Well, if you're not going to make the playoffs, the second best option is to play spoiler against a division rival, and the Halos are doing that this weekend. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. The Halos are playing Seattle in Anaheim, and it's a four-game wraparound series. Started on Friday, ends on Monday, and the Halos have taken the first three games in this series, and they've done it in a really dominant way. They have pitched really well. They've hit really well. And on Sunday, they beat the Mariners 5-1. to one. Reed Detmers got the win. But the biggest news was that Louis Renjifo hits two home runs in this game. And Levon Soto, he was a minor league guy in AA. They call him up to play in the infield. He hits his first major league home run and helps the Halos get a victory and shut down the Mariners who are trying to get to the wild card. But just like last year, the Halos are trying to knock them out of the playoffs and keep their drought alive. And this is what happens when you don't have a team that's really great and they're going to the playoffs. You root for them to beat those rivals. And the Halos have done that this weekend against the Mariners. And John and I are celebrating all of it on Locked On Angels. We hope that you'll join us. The Rockies jumped out to an early lead against the Cubs on Sunday and did not look back, holding on at the end to beat Chicago by a run. Both Locked on Rockies and Locked on Cubs have more about the series finale. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked on Rockies podcast. Well, hey, a nice little series in Chicago. The Rockies come alive on offense early. I mean, could you believe it? A crooked number by the road Rockies in the first inning something we really haven't seen at all this year. The Rockies put up uh, a nice performance against the Cubs, uh, especially when they come back and uh, you know have to hold on, basically, and uh, after the Cubs start putting things together and start launching the ball. Lots of strikeouts again there. A, a huge issue for the Rockies continue, but the Rockies improved to 64 and 82. What's up next? It's just all division baseball from here on out. The Rockies get to go home for the last time here of the season. Big, uh, you know, relief for them, I'm sure, uh, getting to play a little bit at home. But uh, lots of baseball left for the Rockies, and they got to do a ton of it on the road. But series win on the road. I think it's only, I think I read on Twitter today, it's something like the third road series win for the Rockies this season. Not good, but win's a win. We'll be talking about it all right here on Locked on Rockies. Cubs, unfortunately, lose this series and lose the finale today 4-3 to against the Rockies. Javier Assad did not pitch well for the first time in a Cubs uniform. Cubs are running out a lot of different lineup combinations right now and struggling to produce offensively. A uh, couple, couple really rough calls went against them there in the ninth inning. But overall, even though they lost two out of three, it was a pretty productive weekend for the Cubs because some 2023 contributors um, or hopeful contributors like Hayden Wisniewski um, and Marcus Stroman were fantastic. So I came away... Um, feeling pretty good about what I saw this weekend. It's very hard to analyze right now game by game when you're in this situation, but you have to just keep taking away little things. And what I took away from this weekend overall is that Hayden Wisniewski looks like a player and uh, Marcus Stroman you know, finally was able to put together a really solid outing at Wrigley Field. So Cubs t- lose two out of three against the Rockies. We'll see if they can bounce back against the Marlins uh, this upcoming week. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out your team's Locked On podcast and subscribe to Locked On MLB on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.